Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. Hi, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We've been looking in recent episode at the Lord's Week, the last few days that the Lord Jesus Christ has been on earth. And it's just amazing the vast amount of information, and I'm talking about vast amounts of information, that the Lord has given through His Word, the Bible, to us. And particularly today, because we have reached the day that all these days have been uh, leading up to, which is the first day of the week, what we now call the Lord's Day. If you remember in our last episode, we were looking at the 17th in Nisan, which was on a Saturday, which was the Hebrew Sabbath day from sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday. And uh, I've reiterated over and over and over that Jesus Christ uh, was uh, in the belly of the earth three days and three nights, completely three days, completely three nights, full 24-hour periods, not portions thereof. And when you look at the scripture, you see that, yes, he died on the 14th day of Nisan as the sacrificial lamb of mankind, and that he actually died in between the evenings, even as the scripture had said, three o'clock in the afternoon on what we call Wednesday afternoon. And so now the sun has gone down on Saturday. As soon as the sun goes down, it becomes Sunday. So it's Sunday. It's what we call nighttime, Sunday at nighttime. At some point after that, after that three days and three nights, the Lord was resurrected. He was brought forth from the dead. We do not know exactly when that occurred. And people will say, well, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, because uh, it's early in the morning, and the ladies were coming, and some things happened, and they, the stone was rolled away. No, the stone was rolled away to reveal that the tomb was empty. The, the stone wasn't rolled away to where Jesus could get out. As a matter of fact, if we have time, I'll read a portion of the Scripture in just a moment. And you see that there were guards there, okay, that there were guards they would have seen Jesus walking out if that was the reason the stone was rolled away. So the Lord was resurrected. The Scripture tells us the same thing over and over. And I would encourage you uh, to take time today to read this, to read Matthew 28, to read Mark 16, to read Luke 27, and to re read John 20. Each one of these are extended passages which gives us insight into what happened on that day. They don't conflict with one another. They don't contradict one another. They give insight that the other one doesn't give. Uh, in Matthew 28, we see that it's the end of the Sabbath, at the end of the Sabbath, and that's actually that weekly Sabbath, and it began to dawn toward the first day of the week. So dawn was just beginning to occur when the ladies came forth. As a matter of fact, one translation says that after the Sabbaths, uses plural, and that would be reflective of the Passover Sabbath and the weekly Sabbaths. And that's absolutely true. Mark 16 says that when the Sabbath had passed, and Mark describes it that, uh, that it was very early on the first day of the week. Uh, John 20 says that while it was yet still dark. And you all know that time of day when you get up and it's just beginning to dawn, but it's still dark. Luke 24 describes it as upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Uh, that on the first day that something had happened, the ladies were coming and they were gathering together and they brought the spices that they had prepared. Um, where is it? Luke 24 tells us that. That the spices they'd already prepared, they came and they were going to apply them to his body. But something had happened. 
It was actually in one place of the scripture. It's called the morrow after the Sabbath. So let's just look at the Matthew account, and we'll read it very quickly to see what happened. This is Matthew 28, verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the grave. And behold, a severe earthquake had occurred. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. This right here tells us that the severe earthquake came about because it was caused by the angel. Verse 3. And his appearance, this is the angel, was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. The guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. That means they passed out. It also means they saw him. They saw him moving the stone. They saw something happen here. They passed out. Verse 5, the angels said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. Just as he said, come, see the place where he was lying. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he is going ahead of you into Galilee, there you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Can you imagine the reaction of these ladies? Well, we get to see some of the reactions. The balance of the gospel gives us insight into what they did. But how must they have felt? They come there and they're anticipating anointing a dead body. And they find an angel proclaiming, oh, he's not dead. He's risen. Just as he said. That's what we celebrate. That's what we celebrate in the life that we have. Yes, I know we have a Sunday a year when we call it Easter, which is sort of a perturbing thing because Easter is actually a celebration of a pagan fertility rite. And the early church adopted it and adapted it to try to draw people in. And come. No, it's just man's strategy. But the truth is there nonetheless <coughs> that we celebrate with every breath, the risen and the resurrected Lord. What is really cool is that this day right here, the day after the Sabbath, the morrow after the Sabbath, if you remember when we looked at the Feast of the Lord, remember we looked at that several episodes, well, the morrow after the Sabbath was the Feast of First Fruits. Jesus literally is the first fruit of those resurrected from the dead. And here he is totally, completely, absolutely fulfilling that feast and the fact that he is resurrected. They are told to go and proclaim and go tell the disciples what has happened. You likely know the bulk and the balance of what happened with the account. But I would encourage you to go back again, read Matthew 28, Mark 16, Luke 24, and John 20, to see the details, to see with the understanding what the Lord has done. Remember, Paul said this, it is in him that we live and breathe and have our very being, our very existence. We rejoice in that every day with every breath. Join me in doing so, okay? Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for joining with me. I'll see you again next time.